Yo, yo, welcome to the Path of Revelation podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker, and this is where the culture meets scripture. Listen, I'm I'm super, super excited to be back on uh, with the show. Um, listen, this is episode 107. We have a great show today for you guys. I have my brother back. Um, I'm hoping that he'll be a regular on the show. Uh, my brother... David Eagles, aka aka KD the Vessel. I'm gonna bring him on in a second. Um, but I want to make sure you guys subscribe. Um, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter, um, I'm trying to get my YouTube subscribers up. I'm I'm looking to put more content out um via YouTube. I've just been busy with so many different things, so many different transitions in life, but God is good. And so listen, today. We have an amazing show today. I'm going to be asking the question, what are some of the most common mistakes people make when pursuing their purpose? So listen, um, no better brother to come on and, and, and talk about this. I've, I've always admired him from a distance. Um, he's always been a blessing and he's been someone I've respected their stance uh, for a long time. Uh, he's even reached out to me to hold me accountable to certain things that I may have posted in the past. And he's always done it in love. Um, and, and and I thank God for, for people like him. I feel like we need more people like him. So without further ado, I'm going to bring my brother, uh, David Eagles, a.k.a. KD The Vessel, on with me. My brother, my brother, my brother. How you doing, hey, man? Blessed, bro. How you feeling? How you feeling? Man. I'm great, man. How, how how's it, how's the family? How's how's life going? Good, man. Everybody's doing pretty well, man. God is faithful, and um, you know that's kind of what we hang our hats on. So, oh yeah, all yeah. day, man. Every everything is solid, man. I'm excited to get into this topic with you, man. But uh, for most of you guys who who probably don't know, uh, my brother KD is a Christian rapper as well. He's a man of God, father, husband. Um, but an awesome artist as well. Right. You know, he's full of wisdom, all of that good stuff. He got bars and he's music. Um, before we get into the uh, topic and just dive in, because we about to go in, and I know this is going to be a blessing for uh, for everybody that's tuning in. Um, make sure y'all, as you tune in, make sure you share um, with other people. This is going to be an amazing show tonight. But David, man. Um, you just released a new single, man. Let's before I play it. What what is the uh, title of it? And tell me the inspiration behind it. And yeah, absolutely, I appreciate that. So uh, the last record that we released is a single called "Forever," um, and it features mm -hmm. a super dope uh, vocalist out of Sacramento, uh, California, uh, by the name of Simona. And okay. um, the song in and of itself is it's an introspective kind of uh makeup song if you will um okay you know the chorus talks about you know how can i spend forever with you if i can't spend a day with you um and it really just focuses on how is it that heaven is our goal and our destination um and we're expecting to spend eternity with jesus if we can't spend time with him here on earth um mm. so it's really just examining you know okay uh, revelations uh, to when uh, Jesus was talking to the church of Ephesus, you know, hey, go back to your first love. This is the thing that I have against you. You've left 
your first love. And, you know, as we go throughout the song, again, it's just kind of self-examination. I thought I was doing your will. I thought I was doing all of this stuff for you. And it turns out I was really just doing it for me. The things that I was doing, I was doing in your name. You weren't in it. And so the things right. I thought would bring us closer actually drew us further apart because you wanted relationship. You didn't just want ritual. You didn't just want me going through the motions. You didn't want lip service. You wanted my heart. Right, and so that's right. kind of what forever is addressing, just to kind of get us a perspective. I need to spend time with Jesus every day if I'm looking forward to spending time with Jesus forever, for eternity. Man, I love that. I love that's a that's a, a such a deep um, uh, point of view, but yet practical as well. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody wants to go to heaven, mm -hmm. um, but it's almost like people want heaven without the way to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like if you don't yeah. want the way to heaven. Do you really want to have him? But yeah, let's get into the song Forever by my brother, uh, KD the Vessel, King David the Vessel. Let's let's hop into this, man. Man, I'm uh, this song was is dope, man. Let's go here. Make sure this volume is up. How can I spend forever with you? I can't spend a day with you. I know your good pleasure is too. Make sure that I stay with you. I can't spend forever with you. I can't spend a day with you. When I know your good pleasure is true. It's got that oil on it. Make sure that I stay with you. Perhaps I've been too busy doing Thinking it was all for you. And make sure y'all stream this. Confusion. Forgetting what I'm called to do. Letting life to take my schedule Like my time belongs to me Forgetting you're both Lord and Savior And you're in charge of what's involving me Claiming our relationship was More than what it really is Talked about you for so often Wasn't really hearing it Need to repair what I have fractured let my love be shown through what I do Need to spend time at your feet, my master So when I say I love you, it's the truth I need to bring an offering And a sacrifice you won't deny Put everything else to the side Just you and I I, I cannot spend forever with you If I can't spend a day with you when I know your good pleasure is true Make sure that I stay with you I cannot spend forever with you If I can't spend a day with you When I know your good pleasure is true Make sure that I stay with you Perhaps I've been too busy building A building that you cannot live in Walls collapsing cause they're weakened Condemn though you forgive Perhaps I'm not patient enough Haven't learned to wait on you So you get some time in passing Till I run across what I can do And now I need you But I'm unsure of your response Cause I don't speak to you Each and every day Like I need to Stuck in my own Cause in my mind I'm free to do what I want to do see Silly me to think that I could Confess my love and never show No works with my faith, no we ain't good Treating your love like I can't do 
Perhaps my heart is not united. No joy, no strength, so I can't fight it. With my contrition, take the light in it. Fire stand can be ignited. Get me back to burning for you. There'll be nothing I am more. Nothing isn't really what I'm after. It's not you that I adore. Yours can't be forever. I can't be with you. I don't know if it's ever true. I don't know if it's ever true. I can't spend forever with you. I can't spend a day with you. I know your big pleasure is true. Make sure that I stay with you. Just make sure that I stay. Just make sure I stay. Keep you by your side. Hey, that's hard, bro. I love it, man. Praise God, bro. Hey, hey, that's hey, that's fire, man. Is that is that you singing, man? Yes, sir. Oh, you been <laughs> you been holding up. <laughs> you been holding out. <laughs> Man, hey. Just working. You bro. been That's it. hey, you been holding out, bro. You've been holding out. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm waiting, wait, bro. Hey, That's it. Hey, I'm waiting. I'm I'm sitting here waiting for 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 the verse to come in. I'm like, okay, what this his song? I didn't know that was you singing the whole time. <laughs> Hey, that's I'm laughing too, man, because on our last project, I sung a lot of the hooks. Well, mm. on my own first only pro solo project, I sung a lot of the hooks, and people was like, Who's that singing? It's like I mean, it's like I know you sing, but no, that's that's funny. No, you singing singing though. No, man. that's that's hard, man. I love it, man. Praise beautiful, God, man. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff, man. Listen, man. Um, I want I want to get into this topic, man. Um and and this is something that I think is extremely important. We're asking the question tonight, what are some of the most common mistakes people make when pursuing purpose? And um, I, I think this is, is, is extremely important because, hold on, I'm just trying to multitask the screen. Um, I think one of the... Um, things that is extremely important with this topic is um, a lot of people, we, we see a lot of hopelessness in the world today. And I think one of the, the reasons why we see so much hopelessness in the world today is because people lack purpose. When you have a sense of purpose, you have a sense of um, reason to go on. And um, I made a Facebook post asking the question, what are, are some of the most common mistakes people make when, when pursuing purpose? And I want, I want to share some of the comments um, yeah. on, on the post. And uh, we, we can just dive into this. But I want to ask the question for you guys tonight who may have not uh, seen the post. Um, um, I'm asking the question today. Uh, what's up, VC? Good evening. Yeah, the song is real smooth, man. Oh, Make sure y'all stream that. <laughs> Barry White. <laughs> Barry White. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Orlando, <laughs> man. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> Barry White of gospel. 
Hey man, make that happen. No, I'm joking. Um, no, but but um, I was I was very um very intrigued by a lot of the responses that um I got on the post, and I thought I got a lot of good responses, but everyone's seeking purpose. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, and and usually, you know, we see the suicide rate so high. I believe we see the suicide rate so high. We see depression at an all-time high, anxiety, fear, yep. all of these things at an all-time high because I believe one of the main contributing factors is um, people are pursuing purpose um, and and are struggling, you know, struggling with mental health, struggling with spiritual health and things of that nature. And so I asked the question, what are some of the most common mistakes people make when pursuing purpose. And I, I want to share um, some some of the comments um, on that post. My sister, Tara Eden, um, she said, following passion instead of assignment. For example, Paul loved the Jews, but was called assigned to the Gentiles. Peter, the same thing but vice versa i think that's a um pretty unique response and i think that's really deep actually there's some depth um, to that i like that yeah it, i think it's a lot of depth to that and i think that's a good example because you can i think in when when pursuing purpose a big part of purpose um submitting to the one who created you um because the one who created you is the one who holds your purpose yeah. um and intention and why you were created and so I think um, that's a good example that Tara shared. Mm -hmm. You can see with Paul that tension, his desire to do one thing, but the Lord calling him to to a certain people and Peter yeah. the same way. Um, and I think that even on a more practical level, a lot of times that could be us. You know, we could be fighting against purpose because it may not be something that we may want to do. Um, so I think that's a great example. Um, NL Perez says false expectations and no longer suffering. Hmm, that's interesting. I would like to hear him uh, expound on that for sure. Um, Jordan, and you could just chime in on, on some of these and share what you think, Katie. Okay. Um, Joey Dalton said getting ahead of God, but I don't think people should pursue, seek their purpose. I've never read where we should pursue, seek purpose or be purpose driven. I think we should seek, pursue the God, pursue God and just let the spirit lead us into purpose. Or am I overthinking this? Is he overthinking this? So no, but let me, let me say this about that and just kind of go back to your point. And I want to piggyback on Tara's comment as well. Um, Everybody's not pursuing purpose. Everybody's not pursuing because remember, pursuit means that I got to intentionally chase after something or, or someone I'm pursuing them. So everybody's not pursuing their purpose. Everybody needs their purpose and needs to understand the importance of it and needs to pursue their purpose, which I think is a lot of what's behind. I've read Purpose Driven Life. It was years ago. 
Um, and I think that's a lot of what was behind the popularity of that book because it addressed, you know, like you were mentioning earlier, it talks about some of those points. Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? Why was I created, et cetera, et cetera. And it framed it, of course, um, within a biblical standpoint, even though the book was extremely practical. Okay. okay. We, we read it alongside. I've never read it before. Teaching from our own ministry. It's, okay. it's very practical, very practical, like extremely practical, which again, you can't get overly into the word of God and the world digest it. You know what I'm saying? Not explicitly, not when you're digging into things and, and because the truth convicts the way that the book is written is it had a, is it has a broad stroke and it has a broad appeal. Because again, like you said, humanistically, we're wired because of <clears throat> us being created beings. We're wired mm -hmm. to have a purpose, to want to have a meaning, to want to understand the rationale behind why we're here and what we ought to be doing. However, everybody's not pursuing that purpose. Okay. Everybody's not chasing after it. Some individuals ignorantly believe that purpose is going to find them. Hmm. And it doesn't always work like that, especially outside of relationship with God and the Lord Jesus. So there's a lot of different things that go on. And there's a lot of ways that the enemy is able to come in and distort or pervert purpose which is one of the things that he does, but he's not overthinking it. Okay. But I think it's, it's, it's kind of rough to say that life should not be purpose driven. Yes. We should pursue God and in pursuing God. Okay. So here's the other point about that. Everybody's not pursuing God. If you're not right. pursuing God, then you're not pursuing purpose. Right. Okay. Because, see, 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 I would say that I would say to your point, cause I see exactly what you're saying and I agree. Um, I would say that, in my opinion, people are pursuing purpose. I don't think that a lot of people are pursuing their their the correct purpose mm -hmm. or the, the or the intent for why they were created. Right? It's almost like um, someone making a vacuum, and I try to take the vacuum on the freeway and drive it like a car. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm I'm applying a purpose to a, a vacuum cleaner, but that's not the reason it was created, right? Correct. And, and, and so I think people are trying to I try to identify purpose. And and I, I back to Joey's point, I see where he's coming from. Um, and I agree with a lot of the things that he's saying, but I don't think. Um, I think it could be an extreme to say, hey, we should not be pursuing purpose. You know, Agreed. if God made us for a purpose, you see what I'm saying? Agreed. I think that's I, I think the problem is um, people pursue purpose and they separate that from God. Eggs. There you go. They, they you know what I'm saying? It. And that's the issue. And that might be the point that he was making. People right, are so right. focused on purpose that they don't recognize and aren't interested in where purpose comes from. God, right, right. purpose, purpose that won't send me to hell. You know what I'm saying? Like in those instances, but think about this as well. The difference between a job and a career, a career is usually based on an individual intentionally pursuing mm -hmm. something. I go to school for this. I've gone to school for this, or I've taken classes. I've received some sort of instruction. I was intrigued by this. I felt like I was being led in this direction, even from a non-spiritual standpoint. 
you know, my right. parents was involved in this, et cetera, et cetera. I pursued this and I've made this my career versus somebody who just wakes up, goes to work, come home, eat dinner, goes to bed, wake up, goes to work, come home. That individual is not pursuing purpose per se. That individual in that particular situation <clears throat> is somewhat kind of stuck in existing. And right. so one of the things that not having purpose does and not pursuing purpose, not understanding it, not walking in it, it robs us of living. It causes yeah. us to just simply exist. Exist. So right. now we just do what we're told we're supposed to do, or we just do what makes sense to us to do. And we exist. We don't live. We don't experience. We don't embrace. You know what I'm saying? We don't grow. We right. just repeat, you know, wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the cycle. You know, I, I'm a firm believer. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. Um, when you're stagnant, that's the that's the process of uh, when you begin to go backwards. And so um, I think those are amazing points. I want to look at some more of these comments. Mm -hmm. So. Um, and you responded, you said try, trying to find trying to find it without God and Jesus. Um, uh, my friend Corey on here, her name is Coco Lynn CT on, on, on Facebook, but her government name is Corey. What up, Corey? If you watching, Just put it out there. <laughs> I know <laughs> Corey is my sister, man. She's so funny too. Um, she says, listening to other people. Now, now when you say, when she says listening to other people, I actually think that can be a good thing and a bad thing, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you can, obviously you can listen to the wrong people and they misguide you, but it's been plenty of times where I've gotten wisdom and, 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 um, the Bible says there's uh safety in the multitude of counsel, counsel right? Yeah. There's, there's been times where I've gotten direction, the, the direction that I needed, um, uh, what up, Daniel? There's been times when I've gotten the direction that I needed um, from conversations that I've had with with people who were yeah. of wisdom. And I think that's another reason why it's so important to watch your circle ah, and the people that you, you have in your circle, because you I, I think to her point, listening to other people, you know, you we can't you got to watch who who you have in your yeah. corner. You got to observe the fruit. You know what I'm saying? Of the people in your lives. The, um, Jesus said, you'll know a tree by its fruit. You know, yeah. the Bible yeah. also says bad um, company. Evil communications. Evil communication good co corrupts yep. good manners. And yep. I mean, it, we can go on about that. The but audience definitely matters. You know what I'm saying? Who you have around you, the environment that you're in. It, it, it definitely matters. It definitely matters. 100%. Man, uh, my brother... The bishop, Derek L. Rutley Sr. said, pursuing somebody else's purpose. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 really weighty. You know what that's I'm saying? Very heavy. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 very heavy. Um, and I think it's a lot of that actually uh in today's society. I actually think a lot of people who don't know their are following people who don't know their purpose. And then we have a oh, man. Society. We have That's a society that makes money. Come on, bro. We 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 have a society of people <laughs> chasing people who don't know their purpose and Listen. trying to define their purpose by um people who don't know their purpose. I think one of the um biggest mistakes 
and I don't want to jump too far ahead in this topic, but I actually think one of the biggest mistakes that people make in pursuing their purpose is assuming that because they know their gifts, that they know their purpose. I would make an argument and hear me good, y'all. I would make an argument that you can actually know your gifts, your gift or gifts, talents and all of that and not know your purpose. Oh, I'll piggyback off of that, and 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 I'll take it one step further. I'll 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 one up you. Um, your gifts could be in it, but God not be in it, because again, the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. I can take what I've been giving from the gift door and use those gifts, but not be operating in purpose at all, or be operating in a perverted purpose, which is something that the enemy loves to do. And so now, when right. I begin to not value or not know who I am in Christ Jesus, that identity factor, which is again, something that we'll touch on later. Um, when I don't have that value, when, I, when I've not put stock into that, it's very easy, one, to look at what somebody else is doing and to, to your point, to believe that they've got it figured out. So let me go here and, and do what they're doing. When you look at like clothing lines and stuff like that, you see a lot of individuals who are copying a blueprint of what somebody else did in an attempt to do it themselves. Not mm. looking for how might I make be unique? How might I enter the marketplace and stand out, et cetera, et cetera? No, I want to do what works. I want to do what looks like it works. And so, again, even to the point, social media, a whole bunch of individuals, as long as you got fingers and thumbs on a smartphone, you can <laughs> jump on, say what you want to say. Nobody's vetting you. No, you, you know what I'm saying? That there's so many rebels um, on social media. You have to be careful where the information is coming from. But you're looking at a snapshot and a highlight of somebody else's life and you think, man, that person is walking in their purpose. When at the end of the day, you have no idea and, and the we levels of depravity and, and poverty that they're dealing with emotionally, right. spiritually. And we are showing you their wins. You see none of the losses. We see none of the losses. And one of the big another mistake that we make is we assume because people have huge followings. That they are walking in their purpose. And some of y'all, some people might hear this and be like, man, well, I, if I know my talents and my gifts, what you mean? I, that don't mean I'm walking in my purpose. Look, I, I'll give you this example. There's a, a show on Netflix that I've been watching um, called How to Be a Tyrant. Um, I think that's the title of it. It's Tyrant in the title. But it's studying tyrants like Saddam Hussein, Gaddafi, um, Hitler. And it's 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 do, it's a documentary, it's a series on Netflix, and it's going through each of these individuals and showing how they all have the same characteristics. Idi mm -hmm. Amin, all of it is covering all of these guys. And one of the things that I recognize as I watch this documentary is that not just all these guys were evil, but these guys were talented. And these guys were actually, in a lot of instances, operating in their gifts. They were gifted leaders. They were gifted salesmen. They were gifted um, persu uh, persuaders, mm -hmm. if that's a word. Yeah. They, they, were, they were good um, at getting people to follow them and, and pulling people together. And obviously, in a lot of instances, they used fear. But to get traction um, mm -hmm. in the beginning before they had power, they had to know they had to put their gifts and their talents into play to even 
get in position. You see what I'm saying? And so I would make the argument that we see individuals like this. And I know these, these this is an extreme example, but we see exempt uh, individuals like this who are actually operating in their gifts. But but they're I don't I will make an argument. They're not operating in their purpose. And so you can actually um, misuse your gifts um, and abuse your gifts and actually miss your purpose, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Because, again, a lot of times because those gifts and those callings are without repentance and because we've made the choice to more readily identify with gifted individuals than we have with, again, making sure that the character is where it needs to be, making sure that um god has called these individuals because we we we're more willing because the gifts are easily accessed we can see them and it, they, yeah. you know they pass the eye test and i and, and i don't and, and and i don't mean to cut you off you i don't want to make it seem like it's not important to understand your giftings and so i want to clarify that that's that's not what i'm saying it's important to know where god has gifted you it's important to know your talents but go ahead i'm sorry right for the purposes of use in the kingdom of God and advancing the kingdom. Because again, at the end of the day, just because you're good at it, doesn't mean that this is where God wants you to be. It could be an auxiliary gift or an auxiliary talent that will be used towards your purpose. But a lot of times what we do, because purpose involves a process, we again, want to do the things that come easy to us versus to the things that have been assigned to us. And without seeking God, without establishing that relationship, it's very difficult to unearth what that assignment is. You're not going to know it. Even to Tara's point earlier in her comment and reply on your post, Paul loved the Jews so much to the degree that this new doctrine, this new belief that's making the rounds, it's contradictory to what I've known and what I've grown up knowing. You know what? Let me come against this. I don't know everything about it. But right now, it appears, it appears to be contradicting everything that I've been taught for my entire life. So here right. I am now, almost missing my purpose, walking in a perverted purpose based on what I thought I knew. But what I thought I knew, I was <clears> missing <throat> areas and aspects to it. Why? Because it was based on ritual. It wasn't right. based on relationship. Once the relationship came and I have that encounter with Jesus, I understand my purpose and I can go forward in it. But without that encounter, it makes it extremely difficult to unwalk out of that perverted purpose. Yeah, for sure. Most definitely. I want to look at some more of these comments. Let's see who's next. Um, hmm. Man, I got a lot of deep people on my timeline, too. <laughs> Ta talking. Man, got uh, bro. <laughs> so my my. So I had Kelly, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, so I'm not going to even try. But Kelly said, forgetting their purpose is first to be conformed into the image and love God in their neighbor and serve the body of Christ with their gifting, not blow up. Mm. Man, that's, yeah. Yeah, see, that I think that's important, even that last part, not to blow up because that goes to the point that I made. You know, we automatically assume because people have huge followings and that they have influence and that they're gaining fame and notoriety. We automatically assume, OK, this person is walking in their purpose. They they they're obviously have 
attention and notoriety and and favor with man and stuff. And I know the scriptures say God will give you favor with man, but I will even make the argument just because someone has favor with man doesn't mean that they're walking, um, um, walking in purpose. You know what I'm saying? And, and things of that nature. So I think that's important. Um, who else? Many people. So Misty Vedito said talking to talking to too many people about their opinions are of what they feel their purpose is. Sometimes you got to keep things between yourself and the Holy Spirit and your spouse and for those that are married. So what she's basically saying, uh, sharing um, your dreams and goals with too many people, I think that kind of goes back to a point um, that was made earlier. Um, the Alexander said, Looking at the finished product of someone else's journey, do not despise small beginnings. I think that's I think that's so important too. That kind of goes into a point that we made earlier too. A lot of people um um get caught up comparing themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think comparison, comparing yourself is a can be an enemy of joy. It can it can be an enemy of peace. You know, when you're always comparing yourself to someone else and and looking from a perspective, oh, man, they have it better than me or they're better off than me. I want what they have. I think we rob ourselves of, of the of the lessons and the mm -hmm. gems that God is trying to um, in, in, um, impart into us when we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. What do you think about that? Well, I think one of the things that comparison does is it kind of castrates your faith. Um, it puts you in a position to where you can't believe beyond what you can see. And so now automatically I'm in the flesh because I'm walking by sight and not by faith. I'm looking yeah. at what I believe somebody else has or what I believe somebody else is doing. And again, appearances can be deceiving. We um, were in a, a dispensation. We're amongst a generation, man, we're, we're pretense um it's easy to pass off and so if we're not discerning it's easy to look at what somebody is doing see someone performing and not know that they're performing and mistake their performance for god performing through them when again sometimes it, it's it's not god um and so you know the scripture says i think it's in first corinthians you know comparing themselves amongst themselves not being wise um it's not smart to look at that because i don't want to slap god in the face and say well man my purpose must not be as good as this person's purpose because of what they're doing and the way that they're being used etc cetera, etc cetera. that's the wrong way to approach it and again you will not believe god beyond what you can see in somebody else's life that doesn't have anything to do necessarily with what it is that god has called or created you to do it's dangerous. right right yeah vc said yes there are levels to this you could be pursuing purpose and doing well, but not making that much of an impact because you aren't in the purpose God has for you, his good and perfect purpose for you. And um, I'm reminded of a scripture in uh, Romans, <clears throat> um, I believe, 8, um, 26, 27. I was selling I was uh, sharing this scripture with my, my fellowship um, where it talks about how the spirit makes intercession um for us uh, uh, according to the will of god and um i think that's one of the important parts of having the holy spirit but i want to kind of shift in into another gear because we we're, we're kind of um 
touching on some surface things um, and, and we're identifying some of the mistakes that people make in pursuing their purpose. But I want to take some things to the next level, um, because one of the things that I realized, David, is it's not just people struggling to find purpose, but there's a lot of Christians, a lot of people who call themselves followers of Christ who struggle finding purpose. And, and so I want to share something with you guys tonight. I want to share this this chart um, because I think this is so important um, in uh, in us understanding our identity and who and, and who we are, because there is no purpose without identity. And, and again, I'm going to say that again, there's there's no such thing as purpose without first establishing identity. Um, what I've learned is the more you understand identity the easier it is to walk in purpose. Because now what happens is you walk in identity, your God-given identity, now your purpose isn't just uh, constrained or locked down to your gifts. Because your identity um, defines your purpose and your purpose is carried over into everything you do. And so whether you're singing, dancing, <laughs> rapping, um, doing a podcast, cleaning toilets, flipping burgers, whatever, it is. whatever right. it is, you're doing it from a place of identity because you're not, you're no longer defined by um, your giftings, but you're defined by the one who gifted you. You're defined by the creator. And so I want to look at this chart real, real quick. And I have the arrows up here because for us to understand our identity, and I'm a firm believer of this, um, it has to start with who is God. See, a lot of times we start at this end with what we do, who we are, and we try to define who we are by what we do. And then we try to work from the right to the left when God intended for us to work from the left to the right. You get what I'm saying? When And, and, and here's what happens a lot of times, KD, I think before I get into this chart. Um, a lot of times what we do because we're in such a um a self-centered culture a self-centered yeah. society today a lot of times what we do as christians is we look out into the world we look out into the world and we we look at the most popular people who have the same giftings that we have or the same talents that we have and we say oh I'm going to be the Christian version of Jay-Z or I'm going to be the Christian version of Beyonce or I'm going to be the Christian version of Steve Jobs or or Tess, um, Elon Musk or Kanye West. And we look into the world and say, I'm going to be the Christian version of. And what ends up happening is our purpose becomes self-centered because we're following examples in the world who are self-centered, who are focused about them. And so what happens is we begin to define what we do by what we see others do mm -hmm. and not who God is and what has God done. And so when we look at this chart, who is God? Who is God the Father? When we look at, when we think of the father, um, 
what is what is the God the Father? What do we see in the scriptures as God the Father? Um, what are some things that we see? He adopted us. He adopted us. Creator, he created us to worship him. A, fa a good father as he is, he gives correction. And not just gives correction, but he gives protection. And so when we see the father, these are the things that we see. When we look at God, the son, what do we see um, from the son? We see an obedient obedience to the father. Right. We see a servant. We see the sacrifice right on the cross, a giving of himself out of obedience to the father. And we see the son being sent to die for our sins. Um, when we look at the Holy Spirit, what do we see with the Holy Spirit? We see the comforter. He is the one who comforts us and helps us in our times of need. He is the one who empowers us and gives us boldness to proclaim the good news of Jesus, to, to be sought and light in this world. No matter what we're doing, we, we are to be his representatives. He leads us into all truth and he convicts us of our sin. And so we see all of these things in who is God and what has God done. He demonstrated mercy towards us, his love towards us. And so as a result of who God is and what God has done, now we can look to who are we? Because a good father always gives identity to his children. Yeah. One of the reasons why we have so many broken homes because we have bad fathers or absent fathers. That's a whole nother podcast. Man. That's a whole nother Man. show. But spiritually but, so major though, so <clears throat> important. Yeah. And so as a result of who God is and what has God done, who are we? We are a family. We are to be servants. We are, we are his ambassadors. We are disciples. So many times we try to define our purpose without establishing these things first. And then it, we end off with what do we do after we determine who he is and what he's done and who we are? What do we do? We love God. We love our neighbors. Man, all the hate that we see in the world today, <laughs> we, need more, we need more people loving their neighbors. We make disciples. We forgive because we've been forgiven. We correct because we've been corrected. We pray as he prayed to the Father. And we make friends and build relationship because yet while we were in sin, he died for us and he called his enemies his friends. So his enemies can become his friends. And so we do all of these things as a result of who God is and understanding. And I think what, what happens a lot of times is we, we try to put the cart before the horse. We try to um, go on the freeway or, or get in the car without any gas or, or, or whatever the case may be, any analogy you could think of. And so 
in our pursuit of um, purpose, we have to first establish our identity because our identity um, determines our purpose. Yeah. It determines um, who we are and our set of morals and, and how we even go about handling our gifts. Yeah, so y'all, if y'all, any of y'all want me to send this to y'all, I could send scriptures with it to back up everything that I that I put on here. If y'all got any questions or anything, y'all already know. Y'all can hit me up inbox or whatever, and I'll send this to you. But but man, I think these are some of the most common mistakes that people make when pursuing their purpose, bro. And um really this is this is bigger. This this topic is more important than just Hey, finding what you're good at, mm-hmm. you know, because people are struggling, are, are are in deep depressions. You know, people are hopping on social media every day with big smiles on their face, showing off for the cameras and people are miserable. Yep. There's so many people who that um, contemplate suicide um, um, because they don't have a sense of purpose or a, a real sense of purpose. And um you know, I'm here to encourage you guys tonight that Jesus knows why he created you and he loves you. Like if, if, if you haven't heard that in a while, God loves you and, and, and we love you. But more importantly, God loves you and God knows exactly why he made you. You were created for his glory. You are made in his likeness. You are made in his image. And you are an image bearer of the creator. And so we all have purpose tonight, man. I want to share some more of these quotes. But you got anything to add to that before we get into some more of these comments? The one thing that I'll say, um, and it just kind of, um, you know, keeps coming up, is when when you know your identity, it makes it harder for the enemy to pervert your purpose because you know who you are and when you know who you are you know what belongs to you you know what's rightfully yours and so when we talk about the things that belong to us or the things that accompany salvation as the scripture talks about um the things that are ours as heirs and joint heirs as you know as we've become uh you know firstborn because now we're recreated in the image and likeness of christ jesus once we know that and we put that on and we start to walk in that we are walking in purpose and it makes it more difficult for the enemy to come in and lie to us quite often the enemy's able to come in and gain interest and access in the individual's lives because they're not walking in what it is that god has called and created them to do right. so we see this across the board we see it in the church we see it outside of the, <clears throat> the enemy's right. gaining an entrance or an opportunity simply because we're there but we're not actively engaged. We're not intentionally doing things. We're not walking in certain things that God has told us to do already. And so now here comes the thief to steal, kill, and destroy the life that Jesus came to give us and that more abundantly. Why? Because we've stopped exercising or walking in certain aspects of our identity, which makes it easy for the enemy to come in and to lie to us about our purpose to lie to us in regards to what our purpose should look like. And so, like you said, now I'm comparing myself to people in the world and I'm measuring my success in Christ Jesus based on whether or not I'm as successful as this, you know, uh, secular counterpart that I've said I am going to be like. And again, you know, it really 
is a disservice to us. It's a disservice to the people who need us. The testimonies, the, the, the things that we walk through, the victories that God, you know, garners for us in our lives, people need that. We yeah. don't need to be chasing what somebody else is doing because we have no idea of what they've walked through or how yeah. they walk through it. We need to make sure that uniquely, because again, your audience, bro, is not my audience per se and vice versa. There's things that you've gone through, things that you can minister to individuals that I might not be able to get across because I've, I don't have the anointing that comes with your experiences. Right. And vice versa. But a lot of times we rob God of even being able to use us in certain capacities when we just sit back and we say, OK, well, I'm going to be like somebody else or and don't get me wrong. It's great to have examples, um, uh, spiritual examples in the flesh that we can follow, <clears throat> tangible examples. But the problem becomes when we get into emulation, which is something the scripture talks about. When we're bas uh, basically what is what is emulation? Stuff. Yeah. Copycat. What you know what I'm saying? And so, again, now that becomes an issue because God is like, well, wait a minute. I gave you a unique identity. I created you with a unique purpose and nobody else who's ever been created. Their purpose is not the same as yours. It's just like a fingerprint. It is unique to each and every single individual. And God does it. When the scripture says that God numbers, not counts, but numbers, the hairs on our head, no ball jokes, anybody. But when the scripture <laughs> says that God has numbered the hairs on our head, specific to and each on your individual. Chin. I'm just saying, though, bro. I mean, okay, yeah, give me something. <laughs> but specific to each individual. Right, right, That means, man. again, it's not yeah. a count. It's a number. I've assigned a number because I know that. I know that here. I know that here, here. I know that stuff. Yeah, I know, I, I yeah. So like no, I said, the creator determines. Mm. And so why do, we, why do we even have purpose? Why is it important that we have purpose? Why is it important that I understand that with the life that I've been given, I can't just do whatever I want to do with it? I can't right. just live die, you know, fast times of Ridgemont High. I can't just smoke weed, sleep with whoever I want to sleep with and just exist, party, kick it and be fine with that. Why do I need to understand? The Bible says that God, you, you know, we, he's working. And hold on, I'll pull this scripture up, bro. Um, Ephesians 1 and 11. What um, we're talking about in whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose mm. of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. Man. So again, we didn't create ourselves. So we don't get a say in whether or not we have a purpose assigned to us. God created us. And like you mentioned earlier, we were created for his glory. So that means in and of itself, I have a purpose that is bigger than just existing. Yeah. I like what a uh, VC posted. He said, this reminds me of first Corinthians 12 different purposes um, yeah 12 through 31 the different purposes of the body of christ that's yeah. a that's a that's a great example and i want to hit on something else too um because you're you, you it's so much so many good points you've made i want to talk about go back to um a point that i made earlier and expound on that because talking about the dangers of defining your purpose by your gifts mm. What happens when you can no longer do what you're uh, gifted at? I've, I've, I've seen people, we've seen athletes, we've seen uh, singers who lost their voices or athletes who lost, who lost their athleticism, yeah. who can no longer operate in their gifts. And they end up going into a deep depression 
or deep just deep depression and become suicidal because they can no longer do what they define themselves by mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying or what or, the world defines them as or what the world define them as watch out because now when that's no longer available to us to profit off of we discard you why because that's what the world does yeah and 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 i think that's where it it goes back to this chart when we see who god is and what he's done when we look at what god has done in that we find our value Mm-hmm. because all of these things are being do- done to the glory of God and what God has done, Amen. but they're being done for us because God values us. God sacrificed his son because he valued us. Yeah. God, the father sent Jesus because he values us and because he has a purpose for us. Um, The Holy spirit comforts us because he values us. He empowers us because we have all of these things. When we understand who, who we are and whose we are, we find not just temporary value, but Mm. eternal value that never goes away. I've seen people, um, mentors of mine who, who know God and understand who they are. And they are, they'll be operating in a certain gift for a season, for a couple of years, and then that chapter would close. And if they would have defined themselves by that particular gift or talent that they were operating in, they would be done. But because they understood who they belonged to, God moved them into another area. Sometimes God will will use you in a certain area for a period of time. And I'm not just even talking about serving in a church right now. I'm talking about it could be in corporate America. Um, some of you are entrepreneurs and have um, entrepreneurial spirits. Uh, some of you guys are moving ahead in corporate America and different job uh, functions or, or j- different job opportunities that you've come into. Like God will use you wherever you are. And I'm a firm believer and I'm a witness of this. But we have to understand that our value supersedes what we are able to do our value see in the in the world hear me good when i say this in the world your value comes from what you're able to do Mm -hmm. in the kingdom our value comes from who god is and what he's done our value comes from him a child has value before they ever do anything in the world because they're made in the image of God. You are made in the image of God and you have purpose beyond what the world says and what people, whatever class people put you in because people will praise you one day and tear you down the next. And so be careful because with when we're talking about ident- purpose and identity, we're also talking about what it, what is your foundation. And I want to I want to ask you guys. I want you guys to ask yourself this tonight as you're listening. What is your foundation? Is your foundation the approval of men or the approval of God? Is your foundation built on the solid rock? Or sinking sand. Sink sand. 
What is your foundation tonight? Is your foundation rooted in the Lord Jesus Christ? And yeah, we can become real practical and, and talk about, hey, what what are some things, what are some ways we can discover our, our, our purpose? I think it starts with this, but I would even from a practice, even more practical standpoint, I would say, what are some of the things that burden you? What are some what, what are some areas that excite you? Because I, I also believe that we can find purpose in those areas as well. You know, not saying that every desire we have is of God. And, you know, you got to test the spirit and see if it's of God. But but God, he puts purpose in us. And, um, you know, we have to be sensitive to that. But go ahead, bro. Amen. No, I just, you know, piggybacking off of what you were saying. Um, I would encourage anybody that's watching tonight to not let anyone who doesn't know you define you. And mm. who knows you better? than the one who made you, which is why the pot can't say to the potter, why am I thus? Why did you make me this way, this way? Everything right. with purpose, God does. God does not waste moves. Um, he's very strategic. He's very intentional with how he does what he does, even in the trials that are allowed. Again, the trying of our faith, work of patience. We mm. have to be made into who it is that God has called and created us to be. And so again, with knowing the purpose, even in having that and in having that identity, that allows me to stand firm in the trials and in the tests that I go through. Why? Because I know that if God has me here, not only is he gonna bring me through it, but he's with me in it. And on the other side of this, this light affliction pales in comparison to the glory that's going to be revealed. And so all of these things tie in. My walk is healthy when I know my identity and I'm walking in purpose. My relationships are healthy <clears throat> when I know my identity and I'm walking in purpose. You see everybody posting every day about protecting your peace, et cetera, et cetera. There's just certain foolishness that you're not going to have to deal with when you're walking in purpose and you know your identity. A lot of times we entertain things and people that we shouldn't when we don't know our purpose and we don't know our identity and we're searching and we're reaching and we're grasping for straws because yeah. we're unsure and we've not yet come to that understanding that one, like you mentioned earlier, God loves me regardless, regardless. But two, because he loves me, he has created things for me. He's created things for me to do, people for me to impact, folks for me to reach, people who need to hear the story of God walking me through these types of things. So um, again, it's very dangerous to allow those who don't know us to define us. Um, and it's, it's again, it starts with that relationship, man, knowing who God is and who he wants to be to us. Because sometimes we'll know God in those roles. We'll know that God is the father, but we don't, we won't know God as father. And yeah. again, now that talks about relationship and me pressing past and, 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 and not treating or looking at God as it equates to the natural individuals who might fill that role. Because say, for example, like you mentioned earlier, bro, about, you know, fatherless households or, you know, absentee dads, the dads who aren't there or aren't in the picture. 
if I mistakenly allow the enemy to bait me into saying that God is going to treat me just like my natural father treated me, then I miss out on experiencing God fathering me and doing for me what my natural father couldn't. So there's a lot of individuals who know that God is the father, but they don't know him as the father. And it's important to make that distinction because it's just like, yo, I go to church, but I won't live church. That's because there's a disconnect there in regards to that relationship. I know Jesus as savior, but I don't know him as Lord. There's a disconnect there in the relationship. I know Jesus as Lord, but I don't know him as the lover of my soul. There's a disconnect yeah. in relationship there. I know the Holy Ghost and I know people catch him, but I don't know how to be captured by the Holy Ghost. There's a disconnect in the relationship there. I haven't experienced yeah. the Holy Spirit comforting me. I know he convicts me, but I haven't experienced him comforting me when I need yeah. it. There's a disconnect in the relationship. Yeah. And so those things are important in making sure that we now can grasp firmly who it is God called for me to be. So I can walk in that and I can be that in everything that's tied to and attached to me prospers as a result of it. Yeah, that's deep, man. The God, the God that's alive on page on the pages of scripture wants to be alive in our hearts. Yeah, man, we we you know, I'm, I'm reminded of Michael Jordan. I, I know you from Chicago, so you can you probably appreciate this. <laughs> Man, I, I've never been a Detroit. I'm from Detroit. He's from Chicago. Um, I've never been a Detroit Pistons fan. As, even mm -hmm. though, even during that bad boy period and stuff, I've always been a diehard Michael Jordan fan. I could tell you, I could tell you Michael Jordan statistics. I could tell you stuff that probably his kids don't even know. But, <laughs> but, but I don't actually know Michael Jordan. <laughs> man I, come on now i know him i know his stats on paper i know him on paper and i can even convince some of you i can convince i could probably even convince a stranger that i probably know him but the reality is i don't really know him and that's how it is with some of us with god we know we know his stats we know what we've heard about him but it hasn't become real to us because there's no relationship. That's good, bro. And so as a result of there being no real relationship, there's no real true sense of identity, God-given identity. And so because there's no true sense of God-given identity, there's no true sense of purpose. Mm. And so we find ourselves, th this is why a lot of times, now this is going to another part. This is why a lot of times we struggle with certain temptations and sin in our lives because we don't have a strong sense of who we are. You know, as a result of spending time with Jesus, because he's he's a personal Lord and Savior. He's not just to uh, to be treated like a textbook, but I can actually sup with him. I can actually taste and see that he's good because yeah. he is the bread of life. He says, taste. The Bible says, taste Man. and see that the Lord is good. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes we can't taste and see. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Sometimes we can't taste and see that the Lord is good because we have so much junk on our plate. 
have you i i remember i went to a buffet in college <laughs> i had an eating contest and i should not have done it that was like one of the <laughs> dumbest things i ever did in my life me and my boy derek and if derek is watching he's probably laughing crying laughing right now and matt who's supposed to be my best friend should have stopped me but we went um, and we went to, um, this was when Old Country Buffet, all people was going to Old Country Buffet. Now it's just old people that go to Old Country Buffet. But anyway, <laughs> we went to Old Country Buffet, and man, we, me, me and my friend Derek, man, we used to, we was just so competitive at everything. So we we turned an uh, eating contest. We just had a place. We was eating. We ate so much to the point, and I'm not even exaggerating. I pr I'm not exaggerating. We ate so much that they literally had to carry us out of the restaurant. Like they literally had to carry us out of the restaurant because that's how much we ate. And of course that wasn't smart. The point that I'm getting at is a lot of time, a lot, a, a lot of times we're, we're, we're committing spiritual glutton. We have so many different things on our plates and we don't have room for what we need. And so we end up having, we end up um, being carried around because we're overburdened by unnecessary things where we can have a nice diet or the bread of life and taste and see that he's good. And, and what happens is when we taste and see that he he's good, you can never spend time with the Lord and he not give you identity. You can never not have intimate time with God and get in his word and not and, and not learn about who you are because we're made in his image. And so what happens is when the trials of life start coming, when temptations and, and different vices that, that try to come to attack our marriages and, and, and attack our lives and, and, and take and, and cause us to give in to fear, when we have a strong sense of who we are because of who he is and what he's done, we can respond with what we do. We can respond in boldness. We can respond in love. We can respond in forgiveness because we've been forgiven. We can respond in all of these things because, hey, I've seen my daddy do these things. I've lived these things from my heavenly father. And so many of us are trying to overcome the world without God. And it's, it's impossible. Even the people that we look at and they just appear to do well at the end of the day. I, and listen to me at the end of the day, sin has a pleasure for a season. The Bible says there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. And so God didn't create you to um, freestyle it. <laughs> To try to figure it out. Some of us are trying so hard to figure things out. And God is like, I already got it written out. I already got the cheat. I already got the cheat sheet for you. And it's not. And, and you won't fail for using the cheat sheet. <laughs> but sometimes we try to figure things out on our own. We try so hard to figure things out on our own. And we end up sabotaging our own purpose by chasing things um, that aren't in line. And so listen, tonight, I want to encourage you guys to, if you don't know the Lord, um, he loves you. He died. 
he he died, he hung on the cross and died for your sins. And that all you have to do, identity begins with giving your heart and your life to Christ and trusting him every day, trusting him through your flaws, trusting him through your shortcomings and understanding that and understanding that there's no amount of good that you can do to earn God's favor. See, that's what separates uh, Christianity from every other religion, from Jehovah Witness, from Muslims, from Buddhists, from Hebrew Israelites, from all of this. What separates it is you. there's nothing we can do to earn God's favor. And that's a good thing because God's standard of, of goodness is perfection and none of us can reach that. But that's the, that's the beauty of the gospel. That's the beauty of Jesus. Jesus lived the perfect life that you and I could and never would live. And he died for our sins. He became, the Bible says, he, he that knew no sin became, became sin. sin. Yeah for us that we might become the righteousness of God. And so now when we put our faith and trust in Jesus, when God sees us, he no longer sees our sins, but he sees the blood of Jesus that was shed for us. And it's like receiving a gift. You just receive it with faith. That doesn't mean that you live lawless and you do what you want to do, but you receive the gift of salvation. You receive the gift of Jesus. You receive the gift of his blood. And, and, and from there, you receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy the Bible says when you truly put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that the Holy Spirit um, who, who leads and guides us, who comforts us, empowers us, and leads us into all truth, the Bible says the Holy Spirit will come and live on the inside of you. And he will lead and guide you into all truth, not some, but all truth. And so... Um, I want to encourage you guys, if you if you if you profess to be a Christian, I want to encourage you to rededicate your life. Um, get back in line. Um, I always say on this show, you got to watch who you listen to. Um, you can't take advice from everybody. Sometimes we, we're so bored, we always have to be busy doing things. And that's another reason why we miss out on purpose, because sometimes a lot of times we have to learn how to sit still. And, and spend time with God. Sometimes we got to learn how to deny our flesh and our pleasures so we can actually get something from God. But when you're always busy, always on your phone, when you're always watching this, this video, that video, it's been, and you, you go throughout the whole day distracting yourself. When you go out through, when you go throughout the whole day distracting yourself, when we go throughout the whole day distracting ourselves, we end up distracting ourselves from purpose because we're distracting ourselves from God. And so I want y'all to be encouraged tonight. Um, before we go, Brother David, do you have anything um, else you want to share with the people before we wrap this up, man? I think this has been, I've been encouraged by this tonight, man. Uh, no, you, you definitely been blessing me. It's definitely been a blessed time. Um, ultimately, again, at the end of the day, um, and you alluded to it, you know, one of the reasons why sin is so easy to go back to is because the identity is missing. And I don't have 
that voice in my ear telling me I'm better than that. I don't have that voice in my ear telling me I don't have to settle for that. Um, I don't have that voice or that reminder telling me that that's not for me. I have something better. Um, and so again, establishing that relationship, there are so many benefits to relationship with God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. People think that it's simply just the difference between heaven and hell. And while that is a major factor, God is also concerned about the life you live today. And the yeah. amount of time and space that he's given us, he's concerned about what you do in that dash from the day yeah. that you were born to the time that we leave here. God has a purpose and a plan for how you spend those days. Yes, and sir. how you spend those days has a lot to do with where you spend eternity. And so again, listen, if you're dragging your feet in your relationship with the Lord, if you're waiting on God to just show up, yeah, but you're not looking for God, you're not chasing him, you're not pursuing him, you're not looking, man. I'm God. I'm looking for you. I'm on. I'm in your word. I'm. I'm on my knees. I'm praying. I'm. I'm, I'm trying to get into your presence, Lord. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm hungering and thirsting after you as a deer that, that panted for the water. So my soul longs for you, like in a dry and a thirsty land. Like if we don't have that appetite for God, yeah, then we're always going to look for satisfaction in other places. Yeah, it's like you talked about going to the buffet. There's tons of other stuff you can eat but you're never going to be satisfied. Right. And so again, there was nothing like living a life of purpose fulfilled because you know, again, at the end of the day, God is never going to send you off. Right, right. Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Yeah, I love it. Oh shoot! I got my got my wife commenting. Uh oh. <laughs> she said, "Awesome." That's she said, Yeah, that's fire. Hey, she fire said, emojis on that. <laughs> she said, "I heard a quote: A good thing can become a bad thing if it takes the place of the best thing." Mm. Man, you trying to have us go another half an hour? Like, listen, man, hey, that's that's real. Like. I'm glad she posted that because that priorities is everything, mm. right? You can be doing something good, like like that quote said, you could be doing something good, but if your priorities are not, you know what I'm saying? If God isn't in it. If, if God, God isn't, isn't in it, it, or if God is in it, but he's third or fourth, like a lot of times, we treat God like he he's a checklist. He's a part of a, a bigger graph or like God is a, a something that we check off the box. Yeah, he's a box. We check off and then we move on to, oh, health. Oh, um, shopping. Oh, work. God again. Like and Man. it's like we, we God becomes an experience and not a relationship, you know, and, and we don't realize when we're not actually in relationship with him we're not actually experiencing him you know that's another topic too but um that goes to your song forever man your, your song forever man make sure y'all download uh king david the vessel that song forever um just a beautiful song man that, that's fire man i need you to sing on more tracks man that's fire Praise you know, God, I was about to spit, I was about to spit a verse on it, man. Let's go. But, <laughs> but look, man, I I um 
I'm I'm looking to get back to doing some music, man. I, I've just been, you know, I took a break, man. Uh, some of y'all may know. Um, God blessed us to plant a church. Um, we're in the beginning phases of it. You know, uh, we haven't. This is the first time I made it made an announcement on faith uh, on social media. Period. It's not an official <laughs> announcement, but yeah. Um, if y'all if y'all wonder where the path of revelation podcast has been, why why I haven't done any music or anything, it's because I've been focusing on loving my wife to the best of my ability with God's help and my children, um, working a job and running a business and uh planning a church in the midst of all of this and so that's why I, i've taken a break from everything so if y'all would be praying for me um um i'll be making announcements soon about path of revelation church um and god is doing some mighty things behind behind the scenes uh, i'm excited i'm excited about the fellowship that we have um the group of people that we have and and we're just excited to uh, love God and love on each other and love on people, man, at the end of the day. And uh, we don't care about numbers. You already know what I'm on. I don't care about numbers. You know, I want as many people uh, as possible to know about Jesus and, and, and everything. But at the end of the day, for me, it's not about fame. It's not about my glory and everything. My biggest fulfillment comes when I know I'm pleasing him and there's a reward Um not just in the life to come, but there's a reward in living for Jesus in the present. Like like my brother David said, um, the Bible says that he gives to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And so you can you can you don't have to wait till you're no longer here to taste and see that the Lord is good. You can you can know him now. You could be confident in, in who he says you are because you know who he is. And so, y'all, be encouraged. Um, make sure y'all go to pathofrevelationnow.com. Um, leave your prayer requests. Um, if you have any questions or anything, feel free to leave them. And um, listen, um, what I want us to want us to pray out before we get out of here, David, if you can pray. Uh, for the people, for the listeners, for the people that's going to be listening on the re uh, recast and o- over all the platforms that this is going to be released over, man. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me, Father, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you and we praise you for this time, God. And we pray um, that something was said or, or, or done or demonstrated, Lord God, or explained or an understanding was gained on tonight, Lord, that would help someone, God, be delivered from the things that were holding them and keeping them, Lord God, from not walking in their purpose, from not understanding their identities in you or even knowing that it lies in you, Lord God, and that it would deliver them to where it is, God, that you've been calling for them to be into relationship with you, Lord God, into confidence in you, Lord God, into a, a quickened state by your spirit, Lord God. We're just praying, Father, that this message, Lord God, of your love and of your purpose and your plan for the lives of your people will resonate, Lord God, with all those who will watch, Lord God. And we just pray, God, to come into um, a deeper fellowship of you, Lord God, a deeper communion of your, uh, with your spirit, Lord God. And just uh, we want the more of you, Father. So we just pray, God, that this will be a vehicle to that end. Lord God, continue to bless each and every person that watches this, Lord God. Bless Gabe and his family, God. We just want to see you move in the manner that you desire, Father. And so we pray, God, that you would have your way and that you would let your good, perfect, and acceptable will to be done. In Jesus' name it is so. Amen. Amen. Thank you, my brother, for for coming on, man. We're going to do this again soon, man. 
Um, you know, I, I always enjoy your perspective. You guys, you can make sure you can um, tell people how they can reach you and, and, and find your music, how, how they look it up, what's the name, how it's spelled and all of that. So again, King David, The Vessel, The is T-H-A, not T-H-E, because it's not formal. Um, website, <laughs> yieldedmusic.com. Um, and then if you if you got Gabe on any social media sites, you can always find me on social media as well. So that's what's up, man. Thank you, my brother. Listen, thank you guys for tuning in uh, to this episode of the Path of Revelation podcast. Make sure you share the show with somebody. Make sure you subscribe. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. However you listen to podcasts, we're there. Thank you guys for tuning in. And this is where the culture meets scripture. Thank you.